This is DJ Evil Dave, and you are listening to the Dark Corner Podcast, only on darkcornerpodcast.com. I give up on trying to find my way, the paths are hard, shade of grey, lost like a needle of mud's blade, the darkness bursts suddenly as bright as day, we will turn the night into day, we will dance, Hello, listeners. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm still in doing voice mode. We have another recording of our live D&D show, Saturday Nights Live. And that'll take up the big chunk of this. Went, ran a little long, not by much. No, we reined it in to about an hour ten. Yeah, hour seven, something like that. I think an hour ten, about ten minutes after that we stopped. So that's gonna be the tail end of this podcast. Yeah, I sound terrible because I have a cold. She got sick on a plane. <laughs> Which sounds like you threw up into a bag, but that's not the case. I did not. <laughs> it's called recycled air and sitting next to a woman who is contagious. Yep. Yep. So now I um, got to suffer through most of my trip instead of, you know, having a somewhat good time in St. Pete Beach, Florida. Yep. Thanks, lady. Mm-hmm. Who also did not sit still the entire flight. Which was at 12.30 a.m. It was a red-eye flight, guys. I just wanted to sleep. But no. Constantly squirming or bouncing her knee or shifting in her seat or hitting me with her earbuds. Oh, my God. So to get out of Utah, where we have some of the worst air quality in the nation, to go to Florida, where it's, like, crystal clear. It's so... The air is so clear there. And you have a beachside view. I mean, from your window, you showed me the view of the ocean. It's like, damn. Yeah. I had a little balcony. Yeah. Yeah, last year we stayed at the Trade Winds Grand Islands Resort. This was a work trip, guys. And this year we were at the sister satellite hotel, I guess, called Sky Harvey Outposts. Not as big as Trade Winds, um, but the rooms are bigger. Ooh. And I liked it better. It was like a suite almost. Yeah, yeah. Had a living room. Yeah. And it had a door that would close between them. It had a kitchen with a stove mm-hmm. and a fridge, not like a little mini fridge. But you actually had two beds, fridge. so one of them you could just use for storage. <laughs> Almost all of them come with two beds. You know? yep. Basically, the other bed was for uh, putting all of the extraneous pillows oh, from I see. That's the bed right. I was sleeping in. Yeah, they give you a nest of pillows, don't they? Yeah, four pillows and a round, long pillow for each bed. I don't know what the round, long pillow is. Probably a body pillow. People going to wrap themselves around. It's not that long. Uh, it's not that kind of pillow? No. Or probably just set up against if you're watching TV in bed. Maybe, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, you had two TVs, too, didn't you? Yeah, I had one in the living room and one in the bedroom, as it were. So it was it was lovely, but uh, it's not so lovely when you're sick. So and uh, the trip back too, because that fog was thick. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, of course January in Utah, and that fog or inversion at some points, because you get by the refineries and yeah. might as well be swimming through it. Yep. And uh, we landed without incident, but the drive home was interesting. Yes, it was. The drive to pick you up was interesting. It's yeah. Like, where are the lines in the road? I'll just follow the guy in front of me. 
<laughs> which is some, sometimes that's all you can do. Yep. And just hope for the best. Yeah. Hope everybody's staying to their lane. Quite literally. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane, man. I mean, really. Stay in your lane, please. Yeah. Don't hit me. But you're back, which is good. Yep. So, yay! Yay! Kermit Arms. I'm too tired to do Kermit Arms. Oh. I haven't had a full night's sleep in a week. Nope. I haven't been sleeping much either. So, I guess that's kind of news out of the way, huh? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You wanted to talk about a video game. I wanted to talk about a video game. Shall we talk about video games? Let's talk about video games. All right. You go first, my darling. Okay. So, my boss, oh, I hate when I do that. Everybody does that. What, I don't need say to say, boss? okay, so. Oh. I don't need to start anything with, okay, so. It, everybody does that. If you're asking a question on Bim Bam at a live show, they're... They always start that way. Maybe it's they like a start that way. vocal fanfare to introduce or, what you're about to say. Or they say, my question is, no, just ask your fucking question. Just say your question. So the words about to come out of my mouth are... Yeah. That's pretty much what that is, and it's annoying. My boss gave me an Amazon gift card for, my, uh, for Christmas... And um, I used it to purchase the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, it's getting good reviews, so yeah. And the downloadable content. It was on sale. Nice. And uh, I can understand why it has such crazy good reviews, because it is hella good. <laughs> Except your little trigger finger starts hurting from doing web swinging. Well, not just that, but it's, it's basically my right forefinger and my right thumb. really get a big workout because you use the trigger button the right trigger to swing with your web yes and then you use like the square button and the triangle button well pretty much all the other buttons for combat and uh, but man the animation is so good Mm -hmm. the environments are so good the story is so so good. good I haven't even gotten through the main story, and there's three downloadable content things waiting. Nice. And it's got, it's, it like I told you, it reminded me a bit of Crackdown. That's great. It's a great game, in Crackdown that, is. Yeah, in that uh, you had missions that you could undertake that would move the main story along. Or you could go off and do a bunch of little stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and earn... <laughs> Tokens so that you could unlock new suits. I unlocked the Iron Spider suit, and it is my favorite so far. <laughs> Makes sense. I did like the. Uh, I did unlock the new noir. Uh, the yeah. Spider Man noir. Spider Man noir suit. Um, the Nicholas Cage noir. Yeah. Suit. Well, most of the time when you unlock a new suit, oh well, you can unlock a new suit, but then you have to actually purchase the suit with things that you've earned from doing all this little stuff. Oh, okay. As long as it's not like an in-game purchase, because that's lame. No, 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 no. Not like that at all. Almost every suit has an ability that also unlocks when you purchase that suit. So, like, with the uh, Spider-Man Noir suit, it unlocked a perk where you can take down people from, you know, high above or a perch or whatever, and they will not have time to notify anybody else. It's like, you, and you can even just attack them from anywhere, and... They, they can't call for help. <laughs> can't call for reinforcements. <laughs> so I think it's called silence or something like that. I can't remember, but fun things like that. You can only have a certain number of things attached to any suit, of course, because otherwise you'd be invincible. I really love this game so much because it draws on all of Spider-Man's history, but is presenting 
this interesting new story. And there are some characters that were just flat out totally modeled on the people who did their voices. Aunt May, that's what that woman looks like. Very cool. That's what that voice actress looks like. Oh, yeah, you were showing me a cut sequence, and I was like, holy crap. I wasn't showing you. You just came in the room while yeah. I was playing. Yeah. I think I was announcing dinner or something, and yeah. I saw one of the cut scenes, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like cinema level. I mean, yeah, still, it's got that somewhat polygonal look that, you know, graphics do, but at the same time, it's like, damn, that fourth generation game systems it's pretty crazy what they can do yeah and i'm learning stuff about spider-man villains that i don't know that much about so yeah like uh mr negative holy cow didn't didn't know much of anything about mr negative but it was pretty fun though because uh i pegged mr negative as a bad guy his alter ego as a bad guy very early on because i was like no he's he seems like super nice, but he is not on the level. There's something wrong here. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know anything about Mr. Negative. So there's <laughs> two negatives make a positive. So you know a lot about Mr. Positive. Wait, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is that dude's fucking scary. Nah. Um, so it's just weird if he just went around and dissed everybody. Mr. Negative <laughs> had a bad attitude. Yeah. No, when when he goes full Mr. Negative, it's really weird because it's like an inverse photo. Yeah. You know? Oh, everything yeah. that's so black Mr. is white and Negative. everything that's white is black. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's bizarre. Really weird. Yeah, that's probably a reference that will be lost on a younger generation. They won't know what a negative looks like. Well, in case they don't, there is a moment in the game where you see a picture like that mm-hmm. on... Or, the alter yeah. ego's desk. White is black, black is white. In the desk, in his secret room, I can't mm. remember. But um, Negatives yeah. look weird because the whites of the eyes are black and the pupils are white and they'll freak you out. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember looking at film negatives as a kid. Because you'd still have them whenever you got your pictures you know, yeah. developed mm-hmm. at a Kodak or something. Yep. So it's a it's an exceptional game. Yeah, we've all grown up with Spider-Man, but there's still I mean, I haven't been as into Spider-Man as I have say Captain America. Yeah. So I hear he does whatever a spider can. He does. He spins a web in any size and catches thieves just like flies. Yeah. The the humor is right on. The characterization of Peter Parker and Super, uh, Superman and Spider-Man right on. It's just it's brilliant. I can't say enough good things about it. It's brilliant. Oh, that's great. I'm still playing Minecraft. I imagine that. There's been a recent update to it, so there's a lot of underwater stuff now. Mm. So now there's drowned zombies that come after you if you're in the water for a long time. That's horrifying. Uh, there are underwater city places you can go, and there's potions of water breathing you can make that are pretty easy you just need a nether wart and a blowfish and if you want it to last longer some redstone dust and i managed to activate this thing called a conduit which allows you to see underwater and to breathe underwater within if you make in a certain fashion 96 blocks (laughs) so that was an achievement and I did it right at the top of this big Atlantean-type city area. So I go wander that every once in a while. (laughs) They have sunken ships, and I found one. There's buried treasure now that you can go around and find. Bribe a dolphin to show you where some 
are. Bribe take, a dolphin. Yeah, you give a dolphin a fish and it'll take you in the direction of either a underwater structure or some buried treasure. I just had the stupidest thought in my mind. What's that? You give a dolphin a fish, you'll bribe him for a day. <laughs> if you teach a dolphin a fish. You won't ever be able to bribe him again. <laughs> Sorry, that's so dumb. So dumb. Cold uh, brain. I just defeated the end dragon. Woot. And I had to look up how to get the dragon egg, because it teleports any time you try to grab it. What you do is wherever it's sitting, you dig down next to it. Then you place a torch below it, and then you dig away the end stone, and it falls on top of the torch. And just like it would be gravel or something, mm. it becomes a pick-upable item. Yeah. And so now I have a dragon egg displayed in my beach house well, aren't you special yeah and i put it on a block of obsidian because it kind of looks like obsidian to begin with mm. so now it looks like this cool statue in the corner of my beach house in like a living room area it does look cool i saw the picture yep and right now i need to find some ghast tears so i can resurrect the dragon and get an achievement that way i also need to trap some dragon breath in a bottle Ghasts have tears? Yeah, they drop them. It's just so rare that you're around a ghast when it dies to be able to pick up whatever it drops. That's so weird. Uh-huh. That's just super weird. It is very, very weird. So I need to somehow do that in the nether realm. The nether... Oh, I, in my beach house, I actually have a nether realm, and I hid it behind some doors. It looks like a closet. It does. It looks like a closet space, except there's weird purple light coming through it. You know, little... Little particulates yeah. floating in the air. From the from the nether portal, just little particulates coming through this closet door. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty cool, though. I even covered up the obsidian with the smaller doors, you know, the trap doors. Just a nifty design trick, because you can create a trap door and then open or close it so it just kind of lands flat against the wall mm -hmm. and they look nifty like calendars or something like that they do or you know if you match it to whatever doors around it kind of has this neat little closet space look to it or like paneling so i had fun doing that it would be a nice way to uh, kind of mimic wainscoting yep oh that's an idea so yeah, I've been having fun with Minecraft, playing the hell out of it with this underwater world. Uh, Brandy's hiding herself like a ninja. Do you want to talk about Annihilation at all? Yes. Yes, we both watched Annihilation. You did it on the plane. Yeah, it w we watched it separately. The plane I was on out of Florida had the screens in the backs of the seats in front of them. And so I thought, okay, this is about a three-hour flight. Yeah, let's watch a movie. Let's do it. <laughs> a three-hour flight. A three-hour three flight. flight. <laughs> Little Gilligan's Island there for you. Um, so, and I don't mean that was the only leg of my journey. That was just from uh, Tampa to Dallas-Fort Worth. I was looking through the movies, and Annihilation, obviously, they were in alphabetical order, so it was at the top of the list, and I thought, I wanted to see that, I never saw it when it came out, let's give it a go. Holy shit, I couldn't stop thinking about it after I watched <laughs> yeah, it. It stayed with you, that's for sure, oh, especially the screaming bear. The fucking screaming bear, Jesus Christ almighty. And the movie you like so much, you're interested in the books now. I like weird stuff, obviously, mm -hmm. but I, I also just like... It, it was this weird balance of horror and thriller and fantasy. 
the Black Dog recently had their end of year review and it was on their best list. I mm-hmm. think all four hosts really liked Annihilation. And they are comparing it with that Russian film Stalker. Mm. Remember that? Like that three hour, like philosophical movie? Mm-hmm. The writer. And I think there's an engineer and then there's the guy that just is a guide into the into this realm where nobody's living and weird things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very similar to that, the shimmering. And so there's some philosophical kind of psychological vibes to it as well. Yeah. Um, I know the books are different. First of all, there are three books. Annihilation is the first one. The The movie was made into just its own thing. It right. had an ending. The first the Annihilation book is part of a, of a trilogy, and mm-hmm. it continues the story through the trilogy. So it doesn't have a definite conclusion. So, yeah, it's not self-contained no, like the film. it's not self-contained. And uh, he, they made it a self-contained film with the writer's blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought, and, and it was interesting because I thought, I just really enjoyed this so much, I want to know more. And so I started researching the books, and... It's pretty much people either love them or hate them. <laughs> there is no middle ground. The trick to that seems to be to watch the movie, then read the book. Because you do it the other way around and people are disappointed. Well, it the book is different because... I And I haven't started reading the first one yet. I'm going to. But from what I understand, what's going on in the Southern Reach is not alien. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's actually the case, but it was made to sound like it was more like nature was reclaiming this area, but I I haven't read the book. Mm -hmm. I do know that it was all women that went in in the book, but there was only four of them instead of five. Right. Um, And none of them had names. None of them were ever named in the book. Basically, all of this was taken from the biologists' field journals. Oh, so were they referred to by their occupation then? Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you'd have to, in a novel, refer to them somehow. Yeah. So it's the biologist, the psychologist, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Etc. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was also a, a fun cavalcade of uh, Marvel slash Disney characters in there. Because got Oscar Isaac, who's been in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Portman, Benedict Wong, Tessa Thompson, all been in Marvel movies. Holy shit. Um, so, yeah. Casting agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely one of Natalie Portman's best performances because she actually cared. And and Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson impresses me so much because she is one of those people that can alter her voice, her mm-hmm. mannerisms. And I, every time I see her in something, I spend a good chunk of time going, okay, is is that Tessa Thompson? <laughs> because yeah. she's just so good at making me believe she's another person. Yeah, her performance in Thor Ragnarok compared to her performance in Annihilation, they're like worlds apart. Compared to her performance in Westworld. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You forgot that was her, right? Yeah. Then she's doing her job. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If you forget that that was a certain person, it's like, oh, yeah, that was Tessa Thompson. She's doing her job. Yeah, she's really good. She's amazing. So I uh, yep. I was enthralled. Portman can be hit or miss, but she actually earns her paycheck in Annihilation. Definitely. As opposed to other things we've seen her in. I, uh, I did actually find her believable as a former soldier and as a biologist, which was just as surprising mm-hmm. to me as anything else. Um, and so. they all did really well for people suffering trauma. Yeah. Because you know? that's part of the story, too. Yeah. 
I was very impressed by it. The visuals were oh yeah, it's visually stunning, real. I mean, they were so good. They were they were so real. You just didn't even think, oh, that's an effect. Oh, you know? oh yeah, inside the shimmering, um, it's whatever just the shimmer, the shimmer, whatever it is, is rewriting DNA, mm-hmm. and so you get weird blends of things like the screaming bear, like that weird crocodile thing that had the shark's teeth well just the plants like all the plants that were coming out of one basic stem and -hmm. they were all different species and shouldn't be on the same stem or the shrubbery that was taking the form of human beings or was it human or human beings taking taking the form form of shrubbery shrubbery. well they said they had vacated the area but you don't know because they could be lying for all you know and there's some people that stay behind during a disaster yeah you know there's always those people who go oh we'll be fine and they don't leave well and there are things that i mean it could have happened to them before that anyone even knew what was happening and yeah they sent in other teams that you know only one person (laughs) came back yeah or did he yeah did he really so yeah if you want a kind of more intellectual type of sci-fi fantasy horror that's definitely it it was impressive yeah it's up there with arrival yeah, uh, that actually is very true. Yeah, I I consider it in that same. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. It was really really amazing. I know more from just researching the books that there actually is more going on. Right. That uh, all is not what it seems as far as the people being sent in there, etc. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, in the books, the Southern Reach is not an area. It's the government agency that is controlling all of this. Right. Or thinks they're controlling all of this. Yeah. Or attempting to or pretending to. Yeah. To what end? I don't know because I haven't read the books yet. I'll let you know after I've read the books. (laughs) What do you think? Dark track time? Dark track time. So, Alien Vampires is an industrial dance band that comes from London, or they're located in London. And this comes off an Alpha Matrix downloaded compilation that you can name your price and get off of Bandcamp. This is the third in the installment of the Matrix downloaded. They're up to eight now, I think. (laughs) Nice. Uh, so we're going to play Harsh Drugs and BDSM, the Modulate Remix, by Alien Vampires. Oh, 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 oh,
All right, babies, you automatically did the oons oons as it started. I, did. <laughs> I have no idea what they were singing about, but hey. Uh, it's not much. It's harsh drugs and BDSM. They're basically the title of the song is about all they do because it's just a, a dance floor filler. It's pretty descriptive of the band itself is just to do some heavy beats, some acid synth, and just get you out on the dance floor to sweat it out. Right. And that's pretty much what that song represented. Mm. Yeah. And they're kind of into that whole scene, you know, the, the BDSM and drug culture aspects of, like, I guess, club culture. Yep. Yeah. You get that with some industrial bands as their, their ties to the BDSM side of things. Fetish stuff, like the PVC clothing and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Medical fetishes, people dressed as doctors and nurses and all that shit. To each their own. To each their own, <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's a cool uh, dance song. If you're into electronic dance, I could see that being on a, a playlist. Uh, so shall we get into the point of this particular episode? Is there a point? No, There's the kidding. point is... Oh. The uh, recording of our live D&D show, this is a follow-up to our previous one that's based somewhat on the Wild West. It's very much based on where we live. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of references, like we have a local restaurant bar kind of area called Roosters that gets mentioned. <laughs> uh, of course, we're living in Utah, so the Mormon church kind of gets a tangential reference. Mm -hmm. Here and there. So there are some local jokes in this. But yeah, we had a pretty decent crowd. A lot of the O-Town Throwdown players stuck around to see the show and inspired a lot of talk of Dungeons & Dragons after the show. Yes. Because people who have never played go, oh, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. And then develop a, an interest in it and how it operates. So yeah, there's a lot of discussion after the show of, of uh, Dungeons & Dragons and its mechanics. Yes. This is super funny. We have a lot of funny moments, and it does go about 10 minutes over what we were aiming for in time, but that's not that bad. No, we considering. did all right. Because right. I had to occasionally rein you guys in a little bit or cut to the next scene, but I think we managed time pretty well. Indeed. For what is pretty interesting little uh, mystery, I thought, which is kind of hard to do. It's hard to do a mystery because I have to withhold information as, as a DM. Of course. And still make it so you can follow the story, and I hope that worked out well. Well, we solved it, didn't we? Yeah, you did solve it. You definitely solved it. So yeah, this is you, me, Chelsea, and Chris playing Dungeons & Dragons live at the Comedy Loft. Take it away, us. Yeah. Oh! Live, we're playing fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing it live before you. These are very talented improvisers. I'm going to introduce them right now. This right here, my wife of 21 years. She's a co host on several Star Trek podcasts. Well, you also do the uh, the patron one. Okay, three. Okay, so there's Wart 5 and Live from the Edge, which is a Star Trek Discovery one. The other one is Star Trek Enterprise. She's also my co-host for the Dark Corner podcast, which we're recording right now. 
This right here is Chelsea Mackey. Woo! Of Chelsea Mackey Creative. She's a really great illustrator. Uh, does wonderful crafts and like there's a sticker on my laptop back there of a, a bat that she designed. I love the bat. And she's also our improv instructor and a regular in our D&D group. I also work for the library, so please sign up for a library card. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can get movies there. Yeah. Yeah. You can get stuff and things like you wouldn't believe. The Bastion of Liberty. Yeah. Let yeah. me let me give you my library spiel after the show. Oh, there you go. Plugs at the end. They do indeed change lives. So. <laughs> yes. And at the end here, we have Chris Bodley. An illustrator by the name of Hat Robot. Really great, fantastic line work. He teaches drawing, he teaches improv. He's also a regular in our D&D group. And I am Evil Dave. I am going to be DMing. And I'm going to try not to kill these guys, but you never know, because last time... We all died. We all died a lot. I died so, so much dying. So much dying. So I'm. Gonna... Oh my god! Right. It was horrible. So, uh, do you want to introduce your characters, or shall I? Oh yeah. Can we do like a like slow mo? They're like walking side by side into the scene, like sort of description. How about a montage? You're still in town. You're in Hogsden. Oh yeah. Oh, right. That's where. <laughs> the we're. small mountain town of Hogsden. Lake Boneville, you know, dried up, and that's where you guys are. Lake Boneville? At the feet of the Witch Hatch Mountains. I know. There were, there were a lot of... There were a lot of guys in high school that wanted to take me to Lake Boneville. Boneville. <laughs> Yikes. None so, of them ever uh, Brandy, quite made it. you want to start? Uh, you guys are in town. Right. Still. Uh, you're still recuperating from chasing the goblins out of town. Well, the... This town people actually did that while you most of you were on the ground. What? No, Harold Harold made a sign. My character Harold made a sign that said no goblins allowed and he put it up in town square. So job well done, Harold. Speaking of, these are inspiration coins. Oh. They're yeah. awarded to great deeds. They can spin this coin to re-roll any roll that's a ability check and a attack roll or a saving throw it goes to you for the no goblin sign yeah <laughs> job well done harold yep you did get equipped and then go down the river to the goblin camp and took them out that way so you succeeded in the end which the township is very happy for the people of hogsden which are mostly stout halflings and uh, mountain dwarves they enjoy your company very much and are very happy that you uh, got rid of the goblin menace. Sweet. So, uh, Montage, you're still in town. You've got those gems you took off the goblins. You probably upgraded your armor to studded leather. Oh, sure. I totally did that. So what is Ladrina doing, the con woman? Um, she is um, trying to find just a bar to sit down. and. Uh... This is Hogsden. There's a bunch. Yeah, Okay. Well, she she's um, she's just gonna sit down and drink for a while because she's still not feeling a hundred percent after this whole thing. Um, she's come down with a cold, guys. Yes, 
Yeah. Uh, being near dead kind of does that. Yeah. And you you probably tried to do lay on hands to heal her. No. Oh, no. no, no Harold. No, 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 oh, no, that's no. right, because, yeah, no. you Harold, consent for that. Yeah, Harold learned a valuable lesson about <laughs> consent and lay on of hands last time, so he politely refuses to touch Ladrina. Mm-hmm. He does not want to go there. And she ain't going to ask. Yeah. So they, she's just going to have a cold, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, you leveled up since last time. You all did. You picked up the cunning action ability that rogues get, which means that as a bonus action, you can dash, which doubles your movement speed. You can disengage, which allows you to break away from an enemy without incurring an opportunity attack. Yes! Or you can hide, which is self-explanatory. <laughs> that sounds great. So you are at the bar Cox. Uh, <laughs> roosters, cocks. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> cocks. It's cocks. a great performance. There's, there's show. a couple of chickens on the sign outside. Cocks, okay. cocks, cocks, cocks. So you're at the bar, cocks. cocks. Great. Getting your drink on. Right. Um, are you attempting any uh, roguish uh, attempts at things? There? No, I am sick. Okay, you're sick. You're attending your. I'm crabby. Okay. Just want drink. So, what's your drink of choice? I don't care as long (laughs) as it's liquor. Okay, that get you some red eye with whiskey and just yeah down that. Want it to burn all the way down. Next is our paladin. What is Uh, Harold Armando Larange doing? Harold is like they have like they have like a room at an inn, right? Uh, yes, they do. Okay, great. So he's like in his room at the inn, and he is just straight doing his hair. What kind of hairstyle are you going for? He's like slicking it back a little bit. It's like long and flowing and blonde. Um, nice. Harold is white. He's <laughs> so uh, white. He's for like so a Norwegian white. look, I guess. Yeah, and he's just like, he has the hardest time with facial hair, though. Uh, he just has this very thin little tiny mustache <laughs> that he just wishes would like grow into a very supple like Norwegian Viking beard, but he's just... He's got the pencil going on. Yeah, and so he just is, like, very delicately, like, combing it out. (laughs) And he's, like, saying to the mirror, like, who's a handsome boy? Who's a handsome boy? (laughs) Like, as he's doing it in the mirror. Very nice. And at our end there, we have the dwarf sorcerer, Kyle Stormdor. Behold, I am the magnificent Stormdor, prognosticator of the mystic arts. So what's Kyle doing? <laughs> I'm beating it into a sock. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a carryover from the last time where Leon Hands works for for Harold, oh, yes. not for you. It was the best part. So um, the same sock you use for magic, right? Oh yes. No! With magic abilities. No. With the stuff of life. No. no. God. So while you're beating it into a sock, you hear a knock on the door. Uh, oh, mother, mother, is that you? You hear? And this is unfortunate, a small boy's voice. Oh. On the other side of the door going, uh, Mr. Stormdor? Mr. Stormdor? It's Lucas. It's Lucas, Mr. Stormdor? Uh, Lucas, as in uh, Lucas Arts? Uh, I, I no. want to get into the arts. I mean, there is a bard academy here. How did you know? What is it, boy? I, I have a, I have a, a, an urgent message for you. Yes. It's it's from Bishop Priestley of the Church of Yosef. 
I have your book. I have your book already. I've read it. Uh, I'm good. Uh, it's not about that, sir. Um, roll a constitution to see if you can stay erect. No. Constitution. Oh no, I'm flaccid. You talk to a young boy. You gotta, you gotta drop that. Gotta make okay. It go. <laughs> okay. Then through your sorcerer will, you, uh, you're no longer erect. I think about my grandmother. <laughs> okay. Now you're hard again. Can he roll to see if he's like? Successful when he thinks about his grandmother. <laughs> Do a wisdom check. Ooh. A wisdom saving throw. Ooh, not one. Not one. So he, it has the reverse effect. Oh, no. Because you recall oh. this painting that's almost nude of your grandmother that was. Oh. Her navel in between her tits. Called oh. yep. <laughs> it. What a beautiful sight. No, no, mother, grandmother, ah, get out of my head. <laughs> so now you have the problem that you're trying to avoid in the first place. Um, there is still the... What do you want, boy? <laughs> it's, it's a message from the bishop, sir. Fine, I speak it through the door. Oh, I'll just slide it through the door and be on my way. All right. And this little slip of paper slides in through the door. No, wash your hands oh. first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That doesn't count. Finished, but that's still gross. All right. What what does it say? It is a bill for six hundred and ninety gold pieces for the casting of Revivify on your corpse. Oh fuck! <laughs> I slide it back under the door. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, it's out in the hall now. <laughs> Are our rooms all next to each other? Oh uh, yeah, you're. Probably on the same floor, actually. Mm. And you, um, roll uh, perception to see if you heard that. Are you still at the bar, then? Oh, I'm still at the bar. Okay, you're drinking. Uh, do a constitution check, too, to see if you get a little tipsy. Or constitution saving throw. Okay, what'd you get over there? I got a 14 on perception. Um, it's pretty loud. Uh, Lucas is a child with a, quite a loud voice. Someone needs to put that kid in a theater class. <laughs> Theater kids. Well, he does want to be a bard. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I heard know. all that. Yep. All right. Uh, what was your constitution saving throw? Seven. Seven. You are tipsy. Good. Uh, you're slurring your words and you're starting to forget what you're talking about. Excellent. Yep. That's oh. right where I want to be. But you do feel good. You got a nice warmth going on. Mm. What time is it? <laughs> it's probably midday. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely day drinking. She's like one of three people in the bar. Yep. In Cox. Jesus. No, Joseph. Um, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, what are you going to do about hearing that? Are you just going to ignore it and continue with your hairstyling? Harold uh, stops and is like, oh, oh, what? What? And then he, like, puts on his armor, which just takes so long because he's a paladin. So he, like, puts on his little undershirt uh, and then he puts on, like, his mail. (laughs) And then he, like, is putting on the the chest plate and he's like, I can't get it fastened (laughs) to my back plate. That's usually what Ladrina's around for. (laughs) Why isn't Ladrina here? (laughs) And it just takes an exorbitant amount of time. It takes about ten minutes with help. 
Yeah, so he's... looking at a half hour or so. Yeah, so he hears all this, and then 30 minutes later, Harold kicks down the door. Uh, do you see before Kyle's door a little slip of paper? Oh my god, what is this? Oh, you touched it! <laughs> do, do I have to roll? Do I have to roll like a saving throw? You probably have gauntlets on, so you're probably okay. Ugh. But yeah, uh, you see... It's bleach! A bill for spellcasting for 690 gold pieces. I'll send it to my rich dad. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. Away? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then what? What is your next uh, course of action? Are you still drinking, or what are you going to do about your days? Um, I'm I'm drinking until I'm either unconscious or I fall off the stool. Okay, you're drinking away then. Uh, roll again, just to see if you get more drunk. Okay, Kyle? Alright, so uh, when I when I hear uh, that uh, uh, LaRonde is at the door, I, I throw the door open, <clears throat> pull my kimono shut, <laughs> and I say, I need money, friend. Uh, apparently, they have something against magic users of my caliber in this town. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just because they brought you back to life. I'm going to send the bill to my rich dad. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Problem solved, right? Well, I, I, I imagine that this is something that Yusuf is telling us to go on an adventure to, <laughs> I don't know, get funds well, of some sort. Yeah, I'd be down with that just because I want to do something to get Le- to get Ladrina to like me. I don't think she likes me a lot. It's an uphill battle. <laughs> do you do you think she likes me? Uh, uh, well, uh, like as in I like my grandmother. <laughs> I I'm not sure if I know what that means or if I'm supposed to know what that means, but I just want her to like me because if she likes me. Then I can like me. Aww. You are quite dead inside. <laughs> I am! <laughs> so let's go on an adventure, man. Yes. Yes, I will get my sock. <laughs> All right. And I don't know, maybe if she like gets in trouble, I can like swing in on a vine and be like, I'm here to save you, damsel. And I'll like pull out my sword long shaft and I'll be like, yeah, take that bad guy. And then she'll kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> the raised eyebrows. All right, uh, Ladrina, you're at the bar drinking. Yeah. What was your next constitution? Ten. Ten. <laughs> uh, you're getting pretty sauced Excellent. when uh, the bishop walks in Shit. and sees you and says, have you seen your Dorvan friend? I need to speak with him. It's, no. it's quite urgent. Which one's the dwarf? Uh, the one that uh, seems to have an aversion to bottoms. He goes around oh, wearing just the kimono, shirt. Oh, with the yeah. It's oh. quite unseemly. I don't know where he is. You don't. Uh, could you point me in the direction? Is he is, have, staying at any particular inn? Dude, look. I don't know. I'm not his keeper. Oh, that's understandable. I just think we were... I don't know where... Where am I now? You're in Cox. Oh, right. I'm in Cox. Yes, the the chicken's outside on the sign. That's kind of a giveaway. I I don't remember the sign. 
Oh, I suggest you perhaps stop drinking. I could cast a neutralized poison spell on you. It would oh, cost it. But a, then, a, then I just am suffering from my cold again, and I'd oh, rather I, be drunk. I could possibly remove a disease, a lesser restoration. Uh, yeah, and then how much is that going to cost? Uh, quite a bit. Yeah, so uh, no, just go away. Please. Okay, very well. I'll find him on my own. Okay, have fun. Bye. And then he leaves Cox. Door swings behind him. All right, you two. Where are you headed? Uh, <laughs> Anywhere? I think we're supposed to go to that building with the th- the thingy on top. <laughs> what the bard with the horn? Yeah, the bard with the horn. <laughs> the golden bard with the horn. Yeah. Is that where we're supposed to go? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, man, you're the one with the debt, and I'm the one that so graciously put it in my pocket to make my rich dad pay for it. So, I don't know, man. Why don't you come up with a plan? I'm, I'm just, I'm sweating like a hog here. I'm, I'm stressed out about <laughs> money problems. Can you please stop wiping <laughs> your sock on your face? <laughs> As you guys are discussing that in the hall, um, the bishop walks slowly up the stairs. He's an older gentleman. <clears throat> Oh, there you are. Um, uh, you I cast have... I cast disguise self on myself and put a mustache over over my beard. <laughs> <laughs> you dwarves grow facial hair remarkably fast. Oh no, I am Tom Selleck. <laughs> uh, who is that? Uh, That's just his name from Magnum PI. Uh, you, you, I am. I'm certain of who that is. is uh, I'm sorry. I forget that you don't time travel. Uh, okay. No, don't. I'm not that powerful of a cleric. I rolled a perception check to see if Harold knew what was going on, and he rolled a two. So he's like, what? No, this is Kyle. My friend Kyle. He's just messing around. Oh, that's a, quite a jape. I heard you're a bit of a trickster. Oh, fine. What do you want? Well, it's about the bill. I think I may be able to shave off a few hundred gold pieces. Oh, go on. From it. I take um, off the mustache. I could just... Sell the spell for cost, which would only be three hundred gold pieces. I put the mustache back on. You see, there's, there's been a death that I would like investigated. There was one death before the goblin invasion of a young student at the Bard College, and I thought it was an isolated incident. She was in possession of this drug they call gossamer. She had wandered out into the wilderness and had died of exposure. That's some hard shit. Yes, and we've had a very similar one once the academy had reopened when the goblins had left. There's been another death, and you see, my son, my son Judas Priestley, he's attending (laughs) the Bard College. We're estranged, so I can uh, really speak. What's the name of the? What's the name of this Bard College? It's Weber. Is that the place where people go when they can't get into the University of Utah? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, It's it's nice. It's it's not a commuter college. There's a lot of locals that go there. I mean, nice. It it is pretty affordable. Yes. Yes. It's it's small classes lead to better teaching. I've heard. I guess. Yes. Anyhow, I I thought maybe you three. I I spoke to Ladrina at Cox. Yeah, she really likes hanging out at Cox. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's always around at Cox, isn't she? I mean, if there was a Cox in every town, she'd probably end up there at Cox. Yes. yes. Why do I like saying that so much? I'm not certain. It's, it is the popular bar in town. It's, uh, they do the brew their own uh, beers, you see. 
Say no more, you had me at money. <laughs> Could you then investigate the Bard College for me and find out what's going on and get down to this gossamer? Well, hold epidemic? on. Why are you having us do it when we're so buddy-buddy with the sheriff? Well, he doesn't want the sheriff role, as you know. He's kind of been looking at you to fill in that role. He, Fine. Deputy Dantanian is a deputy. He does not want the burden of being the sheriff. Heavy is the chest that wears the badge. I get it. Yes. They do make them out of pretty heavy metal. It's so heavy. It's very heavy metal. Speaking of heavy metal, tell me more about this Judas priest. Priestly. Oh, my son Judas, um, you see, his mother died in childbirth, and I wanted him to join the Church of Yosef, but he had his sights on being a bard, and so joined the college there. And I'm afraid he might be mixed up in this gossamer business, too. I don't want something to happen to him. So if you could see after him and find out the source of this, and... All right. Fetch me your finest, most expensive horse, and we'll be off. Um, I have a pony. (laughs) Pony it is! Okay. It's a sickly pony. Sickly pony it is! Okay, then, uh, yes, I'll, I'll... I'll saddle the the sickly pony, and you can be on your way. Um, please tend to Ladrina. She seems to be three shit sheets to the wind, or shits to the wind. <laughs> One of those. They're very similar phrases. She won't let me lay my hands on her. <laughs> I could lay my hands all over her, and she would feel so much better. I think that's something you should say for the confessional. <laughs> But she's like, no, man, I don't want your hands anywhere near me. And I'm like, Madrina, they'll make you a better woman. And she's like, no, man. And then she kicks me. She kicks you? (laughs) Yeah. You should speak to her as well. That's not the way to resolve issues. I just need her approval. (laughs) Well, I could see that. It'll prove. approve of you. you. You did a fantastic job with the goblins. Well, it's different because I don't know you. Well, you can know me. You just attend. I, I have some. I have some. I have a book here. It speaks of. Oh my <laughs> God! Let's go! Go! No! <laughs> and you buzz past the, the bishop. Sorry, man. We're not interested. We'll talk about it with you some other time. Bye. Latrina. Latrina. <laughs> my name is Latrina. Come. We have adventuring to do and money to catch. Mm. <laughs> She is drunk at the bar and looks like she's partly asleep. Uh, Wake up, I've got a horse for us to eat. After some fussing (laughs) with his... (laughs) After some fussing with his armor, Harold, like, kneels on the ground by Ladrina's bar stool and he's like, like, hands up, like, careful not to touch her, but he's like, (laughs) Ladrina! 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 Stop talking so loud! (laughs) We can't do it without you. Yes, you can. Go no, we need your thieving tiny hands. Latrina. And your dark clothing <laughs> and your mysterious and beautiful eyes. Latrina. Please don't make me do it with Kyle alone. I'm not going till he says my name right. All right, miss. Let's go. <laughs> miss? Just say your name. I just said it like five times. <laughs> La, fa la 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 la. Damn it, Kyle! 
I got a horse for us to eat. Come on! See what I mean? You can't leave me alone with him. I can't leave anyone alone with him. Madrina! Can't leave him alone. Madrina! Please go. I can't Okay, okay, you. okay, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. And I kind of half fall off my stool. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you in any sort of state to be adventuring right now? <laughs> Up the death stare. I just was <laughs> asking because I care. <sighs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Unfortunately, I'm sobering up rather quickly. Well, that's good news. <laughs> so what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Um, some college kids are taking some drugs and we got to stop them. Okay. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, oh, because um, the church, and he like pulls out the little roll of paper and hands it to Lavrina. <laughs> oh. No, no, not touching that. Not touching that. I'll just hold it It's open. just bleach. <laughs> uh, apparently bringing someone back from the dead like the church did for Kyle costs a lot of money. Right. And so okay. uh, the, the guy, the bishop priestly guy came and he said that if, we didn't help his son, and I don't know, something about taking a discount off or something. I don't know. Money doesn't really mean anything to me because I was <laughs> okay, a privileged rich kid. Please, just shut up. And I'm trying to learn more about my privilege. And Harry, shut up. That's not my name. <laughs> yeah, I got your attention, didn't I? <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's All right, do, let's, let's do go. Where are we going? And please, would you get off that horse? That horse is sick. Me! <laughs> <laughs> it's like just wobbling there in that just hot Get, sun. It's okay, small thing. I'll carry you. <laughs> Ooh, do a strength check. <laughs> or athletics. Uh, 12. 12? Okay, you go to lift the horse and pull your back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to re-roll uh, with wild magic. Tides of chaos. Even worse. Even worse. Okay, still you did Tides of Chaos, which means, um, could you give me a number between one and a hundred, guys? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Ooh, odds are even. Odd? Odd? I heard odd. Okay, you increase by one size for the next minute. What? So... Trying to let the horse, you go from medium to large. You're about ten feet tall now, and the horse just goes right up on your shoulders. All right, my little parrot. All right. Am I conscious right now? No, that totally happened. Okay, it's happening. It's all the cocks in your system. <laughs> you see, you are a sorcerer of wild magic, and so every once in a while, a strange thing happens when he uses. His magical abilities. Okay, first we're we're dropping that pony off. Yeah, can that, you put the pony down? Let's take it back to the bishop. It shouldn't. It should, what, are, what are you doing with that right. horse? I toss it onto a no! roof. No! <laughs> Why would you do that? Guys, let's run. Wait, no, I'm lawful good. Guys, let's help it down. <laughs> Seriously. Guys, we're getting distracted. <laughs> oh my god. So now there's the sickly horse wandering on this uh, slanted. Guys, we're, n- we're never going to make it to this bard college, are we? Come on. Oh, my God. Okay. We, let's just say we get the pony down and we go to okay, the bard college. Okay, there's a Lucas wipe. 
Thank and you're you. at the Bard College. How do you want to approach this? I don't know. You are a master of disguises. Okay, I'm going to disguise myself as a bard. Okay, um, what college are you going for? You have options. What, what are You could go options? just kind of a general degree where you're learning everything. College of Valor, that's basically ROTC meets gym class. Oh, God, no. Uh, the College of Lore, where there's social studies, more or less. Okay. You learn history and the classics and that sort of thing. College of Influence, Communications, and Political Science. Oh, let's do that one. Okay. And the College of Arts, which is Art and Drama. Nah. You want to be a drama kid? No, let's do the... the no, let's do the drama kid. You want to I be can, a drama kid? I can be an obnoxious drama kid. Okay. Uh, you do have the performance skill, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's why I changed my mind, because ah, I can okay. see right here. It says performance. Now, you are lawful good. Did you want to go undercover, or are you going in this very um, straightforward? Uh, I'm just going to go at it straightforward. Okay. Who here can sell me some drugs? <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Anyone got some hard drugs? <laughs> uh, do persuasion. Nope. <laughs> uh, I got an eight. You got an eight? Uh, they see you and everybody's like, narc. And <laughs> What? Is it my shining armor? Is it my beautiful flowing hair? Is it my sword? Is it the obvious look of justice on my face? It's a bit of all of it. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to pretend I don't know them. Okay. I guess uh, Harold will sulk off to the College of Valor then. Uh, excellent. Uh, Kyle, what's your plan of action with uh, the uh, Bardic College? I'm, I'm going to use Disguise Self, and I'm going to have a shirt that says, Drugs Sold Here, and a, <laughs> okay. with a big trench coat. All right. <laughs> so you have a sign saying, Drugs Sold Here. Yeah. That you're walking around in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're spotted almost immediately <laughs> by one of the professors. <laughs> they come up and go, Is that some kind of artistic attempt at irony? What is going on here? Uh, it was either this or disguise myself as a sickly horse. <laughs> and apparently my party doesn't like having sickly horses around. Oh, you're a... You're a a student of the arcane. Yes. Shouldn't you be in class right now? Ooh. Or are you a Ooh. professor? Uh, it's hard yes, to tell. Yes, I am a professor. Lead me oh. to my class. Okay, do deception. Ooh, I got... Uh, uh, 19. 19? Holy crap. Oh, just this way, professor. Uh, you're, you're teaching disguises. That's That's... Very helpful to oh, yes, you know, yes. would be adventurer. I can teach it all: mathematics, physics, social studies, uh, uh, art, uh, <laughs> uh, geometry, geometrics, uh, <laughs> calisthenics. Geometry as well, uh, <laughs> or is that just the applied geometry? Dianetics. Uh, <laughs> okay, science. as you trail off, Harold, <laughs> uh, you were led to the. Uh, Kind of um, stadium type area. It's it's smallish, but you see some bards of valor out there wrestling and exercising and such. And there is a half orc woman there leading the class. Oh. <laughs> what's the other half? Oh, oh, what's the other half of a half orc? Mm, probably an human. Okay. An human. What if it was like two half orcs <laughs> that had a child, so they were 
they could be a quarter orc. Yeah. Yeah, but they'd still be a half orc because half orc. each parent was half Give them orc. A quarter. So they're oh. a quarter orc from each parent, which makes them. <laughs> I guess it would be, wouldn't it? Brandy got my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you. Uh, Harold steps into the class and is like, "All right, everybody, prepare to be amazed <laughs> by the half me." Impressed um, by your your presence is like, "Oh, very well, a challenger. We were looking for somebody to wrestle." Yeah, uh, but can someone help me take this armor off? <laughs> okay, they assist you with the armor, and it takes far less time with assistance. Oh, your tiny, nimble fingers, thank you. And you see somebody in basically a luchador-type mask. It is a dwarf by the name of Ivan Stonehammer, and he's there in the center of this ring of students just waiting to start wrestling. Man, I wish Ladrina was here to watch me be cool. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'll just have to tell her about it later. And this dwarf is like, oh, come on. All Let's right. Let's get at it. Uh, <laughs> Harold does that, like, Willy Wonka move. So he, like, goes to walk into the ring, but then he pretends to trip, and then he turns it into a somersault and then stands up on his feet. <laughs> do acrobatics. Okay. Wow, a 15. Wow, that's impressive for you. And uh, the dwarf seems um, unfazed. <laughs> Just looks at you like, meh. <laughs> well, are we going to wrestle or not? Come All right, on. let's do this, tiny man. Yeah. Uh, go into grapple him. Okay, initiative. Dun, 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 Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. A 19. Ooh, that is good. I go to 10. You go first. So uh, a wrestling attempt or grapple attempt is your athletics. Great. Against his athletics. Great. Wow, that's a 25. 25, you come up and grapple him. <laughs> so you got him in a hold. What is your next action as he attempts to break it? Uh, fails. Bite his ear off. <laughs> I, I lift him up and body slam him. Slam. Do a roll to attack. He's going to try to slip it. What do I add? Oh, no. Uh-oh. That is going to be... Is I'm, I'm, Am I just adding my strength bonus? Uh, your athletics oh. skill. That's an eight. An eight? Uh, he slips th- through... Aww. And now it's his turn. He's going to attempt to reverse it. He gets a 17 on you. You can roll your athletics to to do slip. Uh, that's a 19. Uh, you do. <laughs> now you're faced off again. It's back to you. Top of the order. Eat it, dorkwad. Uh, <laughs> that is going to be... Oh, no. Harold, why? Uh, that's going to be a 10. Okay. Yeah, you miss. And... Uh, roll athletics to see if he gets you back. That's a 15. Ooh, yeah, you slip again, and the half-orc's like, that's enough, that's enough. It shows that you're both very well matched. I'm like a slippery pig, motherfucker! Uh, language? <laughs> I mean, mother-father. <laughs> uh, that works. I, I prefer Mother Hubbard. <laughs> and the I'm not from not. here. <laughs> yeah, Ivan's like, yeah, you're pretty cool. Um, there's a party later if you're interested. Oh, you know it. Can I bring anything? He's a lawful good. Can I bring anything? <laughs> oh, just just yourself. I mean, we should have plenty of snacks there. Hey, I have some friends because they come to the party too. Yeah, sure. One of them's like a total babe and one of them's like a creepy grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great party. All right. <laughs> 
baby grandpa. You're led into a class of students and they all kind of look up from their notebooks and their slates and they see you enter. What? How are you going to address them? Behold, this is the moment of your lives. This class right here is the moment in which you decide. Will you be great? Will you be something? Will you find yourself amongst the stars or will you fail? Welcome to History 101. <laughs> uh, to a persuasion. Nat one. <laughs> you know, and you see people get their books and leave class. Uh, <laughs> and they just start filing out of the room. Uh, uh, and you have like one like Poindexter guy and also a, a like leather duster kind of cloak and he's got some severe makeup on his face. He's like, oh, this is going to be an interesting class. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, cut over to Ladrina. Oh, hello, yes. Yeah, you're in the little black box theater. Oh, goody. And they're doing little monologues. Do you want to try one? <laughs> uh, I want to try one. Sure. Uh, roll your performance as the students are all in their theater garb. 21. 21? Uh, what do you say in your monologue? Or what monologue are you lifting from? Uh, I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> okay, you improvise a monologue. And, yes. Um, they're all staring at you in awe. And what are you saying to them? It's just... I woke one morning and realized that life is but a stage, and all the men and women merely players. <laughs> that, that sounds familiar, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. You hear people snap. <laughs> and I realized I am one of those players. Oh. But I, do I have the script? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have the script, then who am I? Oh, shit. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> you hear in unison. That's deep, 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 deep. I could be anyone I want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I could be a lowly peasant. Oh no. Dream a dreamer. <laughs> I could be a man. Oh yeah. Ooh, sure. That's interesting. That's I fine. could be a sickly pony. Oh cool. Oh, like the one yeah. I saw on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and um, after your monologue and the class of getting to know each other, um, this little blonde halfling comes up to you and she's like, you're super cool. There's a party tonight if you're interested. Ooh, I like parties. Yeah, it's at, it's at the old windmill. It should be great. Excellent. I will be, I have some friends. Can they come? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Okay, great. I will see you at the windmill. Lucas White. <laughs> or no, Star White. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at the windmill at night and you see the, uh, the creepy kid from your class is there. Um, the dwarf is there. Becky's there. And there's another kid there that um, is uh, another uh, stout halfling. Mm. He's like, oh, wow, that's a sick eye patch you got there. I mean, what kind of material is that, anyways? Uh, it's silk. Wow. Can I... Get a closer look at that? No. Hey, man, hands off! Oh, no. sorry, I didn't know you guys were together. We're not. Oh, so so you're available then. What? <laughs> <laughs> the 
Um, you guys trust me. Just trust me. My heart. Like, okay, this is too much drama, even for me. So. What? Uh, no, come back. I'm just playing around. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> He's um, a little <laughs> uptight. <laughs> um, I think I just need to relax with some, like, recreational drugs. Somebody say drugs, and you see Becky roll out these little cigarettes. They're gossamer. Uh. <laughs> I mean, cool. I mean, uh. And she starts lighting them and passing them around. Oh, no. I'm a lawful good. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you going to do this exactly when they're passed to you? I'm going to just start coughing uncontrollably because I have a cold. <laughs> okay. Um, do deception. <laughs> wow, that's realistic. <laughs> deception. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, they're all like, oh, yeah, don't give her any. It'll just make things worse. But um, still have fun. Oh, I, I will. Don't worry. I drank a lot earlier. Sir Harold. Uh, he's like, what's that over there? And then he gets up and runs away. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you run off. <laughs> all right. Um, two. Is there, wait, is there like an upstairs at this windmill? Can I go uh, like yeah, you to go a up second to, level? To a loft kind of area if you want to I run up a ladder. <laughs> okay, you run up a ladder up to the loft. Uh, Kyle, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm already three brownies deep. Pass it on! <laughs> okay, you can roll constitution with advantage because you are a dwarf and resistant to poison. Oh, yes. Not one. Roll again. Roll again. Oh, tides of chaos. No, no you can. What? No, you have oh. been a dwarf. Uh, uh, let's see. I, I'm you are constitution. Uh, I got nineteen. Nineteen. Oh yeah, it's it's taking hardly any effect at all. Yes, like, I can pound these out like nobody's mother. The roots and berries <laughs> and mushrooms you experimented with in the great wilderness, yeah, this is nothing compared to those. What is this, trash weed? <laughs> so just, just keep talking, it'll get to you eventually. Um, you don't have anything harder than than this? Uh, this is, just like I said, keep talking, it's bound to hit eventually. Just, I mean, have another and another. Um, someone does hand you an, an L. Oh, excellent. It's like, well, for those that don't like to smoke. Yeah, well, normally I would partake, but this chest cold is just, you know. Um, you guys can roll perceptions. <laughs> I don't notice a goddamn thing. <laughs> Six. Six? None of you? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a good number, y'all. <laughs> Everybody else gets done. Roll again if you're still trying to get high or not with uh, your constitution. Uh, yeah, you can roll twice and take the higher. Uh, let's see. So, <laughs> okay, uh, constitution. Uh, again. For the love, man. <laughs> For Fifteen. Love, man. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, it's still not taking effect. Bring it on, bitches. <laughs> Everybody wow. else is stoned and... Except me. But not me. You're not Europe. I was a dare graduate. (laughs) Yeah, you went for Oxford, man. It was a Bible. I went to to Magic Harvard. Damn it. Damn it. Combination military school and Bible academy. Yep. (laughs) All right, Latrina, remind me what we're doing here. I'm sorry, who? 
Latrina. I'm sorry, who? Latrina. I'm sorry, who? You, the one with the eye patch. I'm speaking to you, to your face. Yeah, well, until you get my name right. I All right, Harold, what are we doing here? I don't know. Ask Latrina. Uh, can Harold investigate the loft that he's hiding in? Uh, yeah, you can look around, do investigation. Are you guys mingling or what? I'm going to talk to Becky because she was the one. Wow. That- Pulled out all the drugs. Okay, you can talk to Becky and do some investigation of your own. I got yeah. a natural one. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That's real bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't find anything. I, You're yeah. just kind of wandering around going, how did I get in this mess? <laughs> and Ladrina separated from you. Um, Kyle, what's going on with you? Are you just still trying to get high? I'm, I'm going to uh, look around to see if I can remember <laughs> what we're doing here. <laughs> okay, roll intelligence check. <laughs> Let me guess another roll. roll. Uh, 14. 14? Um, you know it has something to do with the drugs you're smoking, and that's about where you would begin and end. Um, you get. Oh, did, what did you roll for your investigation? Oh, you didn't tell me to roll, so I didn't oh, roll. Oh, okay, I thought I did. I'm sorry. I got. Ooh, 19. 19? Okay, you get from Becky that she got. These drugs from the creepy kid that Figures. was the last one in his creepy class. Creepy kid. Uh, his name is Chester Poindexter, but he's hey. going by Alistair Doomshade. And that apparently he wants to be a, a bard of the College of the Raven that they sing at funerals and that sort of thing. Oh, God. Is he an emo? Uh, goth. Okay. <laughs> that's that's better. <laughs> because emos. Yep. And so you you get that information. Okay, well, I'm going to go find this coffee boy. Okay. Uh, are you gathering everybody else, or are you going off on your own? No, I'll just go on my own, because he can't say my name right. Mm-hmm. This guy's, you know, a narc, so... Okay, uh, more perceptions to see if you notice Ladrina. I'd say, Harold, you got advantage because you're kind of attached to Ladrina. Oh, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Uh, I got a an 18. Okay, you're on the loft and you see through the window she goes walking away from the windmill. Uh, Kyle, what'd you... I got 10. 10? Okay, you did not notice Ladrina leave. Alright. But at you... I and, follow after my lady! Okay, you're gonna pick up Kyle on the way or just leave him with the rest? Fuck Kyle! <laughs> okay, you I take one good look at him and realize he's useless, okay. so I just yeah, leave him behind. He's uh, porky pigging it, so yeah, it's like, oh, no thank you. No, no. I'm faster without Kyle, so I just leave him. He seems like he's enjoying himself. I'm gone. Okay, as you uh, follow Ladrina, you come to the campus and you see a figure hanging from the clock tower. Oh no! And it appears to be... Is it a pony? <laughs> it is Chester Poindexter from uh, the No! My one and only student! You're one and only student that you don't know because you're still at the windmill! <laughs> no! Oh. And he's hanging there from, from the clock tower. And I just look up and go, oh shit. No. Ladrina, that guy's body! Would Ladrina! You, do you have to shout everywhere we go? This is just my speaking voice! Okay, this alerts other people into the 
the quad. Adrena! Coming out and going, oh, Alistair! And some people are going Dexter and <laughs> Chester and some people getting his name completely wrong. Oh, that guy. And the same professor that uh, that led Kyle to a class comes in. What is this? Go back to classes, everybody. Go, go back to your rooms and... and uh, Nothing to see here. It's just, uh, oh, you, you two. Are you... Wait, can you tell me something? Oh, what is I? What? Do you know the whereabouts of Judas Priestley? Judas Priestley, the the roommates with the with the, the Alistair student. Huh? <laughs> what? This whole time, it's all been connected. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Harold is shook. <laughs> Perception down there with Kyle. <laughs> Wondering if Snowlock's gonna take you to know they left. I got a six. <laughs> okay, you're still hanging out. Uh, roll Constitution again with the dad. Ooh, uh. I got 13 Constitution. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, fine. What, what's your total number then? I got, uh, 13 plus. Four. Seventeen? Seventeen. And you're still good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in your fourth joint, basically. <laughs> you're not even feeling it. You people are lightweights. <laughs> okay. Ladrina, we gotta save that guy's son. Okay, look. Let's just take one second. No, we gotta go now! Would you please <laughs> just stop? Ladrina! Harold! She said my name. <laughs> yes, I did. To shut you up. All right. Let's save the day. Okay. Me and you. Yeah, okay. Wonder team together. Well, we need to narrow down the suspects. Holding hands. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> All right. We'll work on it. I respect your boundaries. That's damn good thing, too. And I also appreciate a platonic friendship because that's fine, too. Right. <laughs> okay, so what is your course of action? Um, well, we're, I, I would guess we're going to go back to the shared room and see if we can find Judas. Yeah. Ooh. Inspiration. Boom. That's a great idea. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, I figure it's nobody at the party be- yep. was, that was there when I left because they wouldn't have had time to kill him. All right, you go to the dorm rooms, to the shared room, and... You hear some uh, shuffling behind the door. Okay, is the door locked? Uh, do you try the door? It is locked. Well, I've got a remedy for that. It's All my right. foot! And then Harold <laughs> kicks down the door! <laughs> she goes in to get with these tools and you're like, <laughs> Okay, go ahead and kick that door. Roll a strike. A two! <laughs> Is that with your... Oh, yeah, that's an arm, basically. So you're two plus... That's basically it. Your strength, probably. Oh, that's it. Six? Six, yeah. You hit the door, but the door hits you. Oh, my foot! And you take three damage, and the door takes three damage, splintering somewhat. Would you just let me handle this, please? I just wanted to impress you. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. Okay. So. Why is it sad? You're a beautiful woman. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you're going to Thieves' Tools it? <clears throat> yes. Now, Thieves' Tools, you have proficiency in Thieves' Tools, which allows you to add another two to your sleight of hand Okay. to pick the lock open. 
So that makes it a non-natural 20. Okay, you pick the lock, the lock unclicks and opens, and I imagine you slowly open the door. Yes. Kind of try to stealth your way in, even though it's kind of pointless now. <laughs> wow, yeah, you're thanks. so good at that. <laughs> yeah, I know, which if you just let me do it in the first place, you wouldn't have hurt yourself. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry. So did you want to sneak in, or are you just going to go in? I'm just going to go in. There's okay. no point in sneaking. You go in, and you see an empty bed where uh, where um, Alistair would be, and you see a full bed where Judas appears to be sleeping. Judas! And uh, roll perception. Uh-oh. As you enter. Oh, that's sweet. 22. 22. 12. Uh, you see on uh, Alistair's side of the room a bunch of pictures of the Raven Queen, which is the goddess of death in battle. Right. And they're all kind of gothy-type images. And on right. the other side, you see just a bunch of uh, items that it seems Judas has picked up while he's been staying at the Bardic College. And one of them appears to be an eye patch, much like your own. <gasps> what? Are you guys related? No. Just why? Why is that where your mind went? I don't know how your eye patch thing works. And as you're, it's a good guess. To each other, you hear. I went to Magic Carpet. <coughs> it wasn't a bad guess. Just kind of stir restlessly. Oh shoot! He's sleeping. Okay. Well, let's kidnap him and take him back to his dad. <laughs> Wait, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take that eye patch. Um. Okay, uh, do sleight of hand. See if you can lift it without. No, no, I cannot. I rolled a one. Okay, you roll a one. A hand reaches out and touches your own, mm-hmm. and you look and you see, not Judas, that spoke to you earlier, but a former con person that you. Basically, backstabbed. What? Cons McGillcuddy. Cons McGillcuddy. Uh, this sort of thing. I suggest you get out of here before I take my revenge, finally. Who's this handsome and evil man? With a twirly mustache. With a twirly mustache. <laughs> Where is Judas? Where indeed? Ladrina, is this your ex-boyfriend? No. Uh, roll investigation. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> Am Ladrina, I supposed are, to roll two? Yes, 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 yes. Indeed. I got a two. You got a two? <laughs> For all you know, this is exactly the person you basically backstabbed and mm. you thought you left for dead. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I was younger and more foolish then. And so what is your, uh, how are you going to react? Well, I'm not leaving. Okay. How are you going to react to seeing this? Do you intend harm upon this lady? I certainly do. All right. Hiya! And he pulls out a sword. As you do, uh, roll your investigation. Wow. Good for you. Uh, that's a 17. A 17? Um, you see your father. What? <laughs> Dad! And the person that you had backstabbed changes before your eyes into mm-hmm. her father. I can't stab my dad. <laughs> it's not your dad. But it looks like my dad. I know it looks like your dad, but it's not your dad, Harold. Harold! It looks like my dad! 
You know how sometimes I can look like other people, like right now? Oh, <laughs> you're having this discussion as this is going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, while you're discussing it, this uh, figure reaches over and tries to grab a dagger. No. Oh, hell no. Uh, I say, sorry, pop, pop, and then I try and stab Okay, him. that would be initiative. Yay! Oh, no. Nice. Okay, what is the... Ooh, that's actually pretty dang good. <coughs> Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Okay, over there, Kyle. You finally realize everybody's left. Uh... I'm gonna go and try and find that sickly horse so I can ride it in. I'll... You'd have to go back into town, but um, people know that this windmill is a party town, so uh, people have been alerted and they come in and go, uh, Alistair's been killed. He, it appears like a suicide, but right. everybody back back to the dorm room. My single student? No! <laughs> and you make your way back to the campus. Okay, um, what is everybody's initiatives? Three! Three from Harold. Non-natural 20. Non-natural 20. Uh, this uh, figure actually gets initiative oh. and has a multi-attack. He's going to attempt to hit both of you. Fine. With Do it. a slam attack, basically. Oh. So, against... Madrina, that's a 21. That is a hit, I do believe. Oh. You take 10 bludgeoning damage. What? Good God almighty, you are trying to kill me. <laughs> Let me lay hands <clears throat> on you. <laughs> Please. Please. Okay, okay just uh, this once. <laughs> the figure misses because your um, armor is so intense. That's right. Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> All right, uh, Ladrina, you have a <coughs> Okay, well, I'm going to whack with rapier. Okay, you withdraw your rapier from your uh, side uh, scabbardy thing. thingy. yes. That's a natural 20. Natural nice. 20 is a hit. You're doing double damage. That is 12 All right, damage. holy smokes. It groans and the visage kind of turns a little pale gray and then recovers. Oh, is it going to bubble and spew and do weird shit Ooh, when I kill it? It might. It, I hope so. It might John Carpenter in front of your eyes. Or, or no, I was thinking more like uh, in Krull oh. when the changelings get Oh, killed. yeah, when the guy like, deflates like a tire. Yeah, <laughs> and just, but it's like bubbling and popping Bubble everywhere. Pop. Okay. Turning black. Harold, what is your action? Uh, do I know if this is a fiend or if it's undead? Uh, that's a good question. Um... You do not. Do you use that ability? <laughs> uh, You're going to use your divine sense? Uh, no, because <laughs> I don't want to do that with my, my turn. Um, okay, so I am going to attack him. Attack. No, I'm not. I'm going to spend a coin Ooh. to attack him. Maybe. Um, that's going to be a 16 to you hit. hit. Thank God. And then I'm going to expend a first level spell slot to deal 2d8 radiant damage okay, with you're Divine, doing divine Smite. Smite. Yep. Your, sword, your trusted sword, Longshaft, glows <laughs> radiant white light <laughs> and throbs in your hand. Uh, it's pulsing so hard. <laughs> oh, God. As you go 
to thrust long shaft into your opponent. I need another D8. It's so hard. All right. All right. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be twelve seventeen damage. Seventeen. Holy smokes. Okay. That's what you get for for hurting my lady. Friend, it's oh. just a friend. <laughs> we get to the next initiative. Kyle, you're at the room as well, so you can roll your initiative to see how you fall into the order. <laughs> one! <laughs> one! <laughs> you get a one, you're going last. Okay, it's going to attempt a multi-attack again, uh, trying to slam each of you in turn. Here we go. That Don't is die. a miss oh, on Ladrina. And that is a hit <laughs> on Harold. Four, ten damage. I'll protect you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you lean in front and get walked. <laughs> Big old hand comes slapping down on you from your father. Ouchie. Take that, son. Dad, I just want you to love me. Um, Ben, it is <laughs> Ladrina's turn. Okay. Right here again. Right here. Oh, maybe not. Twelve. Uh, Twelve is a miss. Sadly. Inspiration. Ooh, yeah! yeah. Spending our money! <laughs> okay. Money. Money. <laughs> That's probably not going to help. 13. 13 almost, but not quite. Fuck. Okay, Harold. I... Wait, nope. me? Yes, because Kyle had a one. <laughs> one! You had a three. Uh, am I standing next to Ladrina? Uh, yes. I'm like, please don't take this the wrong way. And I uh, cure, cast Cure Wounds on her. Okay. Um, cure Wounds or Lay of Hands? Which one would you rather do? Oh, wait. I forgot that lay I have to. Lay of Hands can do up to 10 hit points. Then I'll do Lay it on Hands, yeah. and I lay my hands on her you shoulder. Hand laid. <laughs> laid by hands. <laughs> well, at least I'm getting laid somehow. You got laid by my hands! <laughs> you recover Woo! 10 hit points. On your shoulder. Nice. Very uh, consensual. Thank how you. How you come in and seeing this battle with this uh, old man that happens to look a, quite a bit like Harold, as he's been smacking around your two friends. Harold's dad? What? Right, Scott! <laughs> I set down my popcorn, I pull my pillow out of my pack, and I put on my arcane focus. <laughs> Whoa! And then I cast Firebolt! Firebolt! <laughs> cast your Firebolt. That is a spell attack, is it not? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, roll the hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, nine. Nine is a miss. The fire goes past him. Hits the bed and starts a fire on the bed behind him. Oh, boy. Just showing you a little taste of what you could get if you don't sell your ass down. <laughs> Back to this figure. Attempts to strike Ladrina and misses. Attempts to strike at Harold and misses. Good, because I would have died. <laughs> I would have totally died. And so, Ladrina, you are next in line. Okay. Hitting. Okay, there we go. That is <laughs> a <laughs> 17 to hit. 17 hits. What does your rapier damage do? My one die 8 plus 3, so that is, ooh, full, full damage, 11. 11, holy smokes. It screeches and turns a kind of grayish color again. Ew. It momentarily loses its nose. Dad, are you okay? <laughs> it's not your dad, Harold. I mean, pop. <laughs> Speaking of Harold. Oh, it's me. Uh, well, I'm out of spell slots. 
Wait, no, I'm not. Yeah, you got one more. I got one more. Um, oh, I hope this thing is close to being dead. Uh, can I spend another spell slot and Divine Smite it again? Uh, yeah, and you can decide after you hit or not. Oh, okay. So that's what's great about Divine Smite. You don't have to cast it before you Oh, I got a natural 20! Okay, that is double damage. Divine Smite doubles that damage, too, so you do 6 die 8 damage. This is for Latrina! Longshaft! Glows and throbs like it's never glowed and throbbed before. Take my shaft, fiend! Uh, That's going to be 10, 14, 16, 18, uh, plus 5, so that's going to be... 23 23 damage. damage. You you thrust. The tip goes in easily. Uh, just the tip. It goes down the shaft up to the hilt. Yeah. You bury them to this doppelganger. This must be a really fat one because my sword is so long. Oh, yes. <laughs> Takes the whole girth of you. And I pull it out and I put it back in. <laughs> it dies and throws of agony. You like that, huh? You like that? <laughs> And it falls dead at your feet. Yeah, I did that for you, Ludrina. Um, thanks. And you have solved the mystery of who's been stealing drugs. And then I hit the bed with another firebolt. <laughs> okay, the room is fully on fire now. Yes! People rush in trying to put out the fire. We better get but out of where here. Where is... I keep wanting to call him. Judas Priestley. I keep wanting to call him Jason. <laughs> Where's Jason? Jason Priestley! Where's Jason? <laughs> he moved to Beverly Hills. That is typical of doppelgangers to seduce oh, no. women, and that's the way they reproduce. Ew. And then women often die in childbirth. <gasps> what? And then the doppelganger grows up and about their adolescence discover who they truly are. And so Judas Priestley was not Bishop Priestley's son after all. Cut to us telling Bishop Priestley all of that. Your son was not your son. He is very saddened at the news, but it seems to make sense in retrospect of the divide around adolescence. So about that money. Yes, you've you've done your due diligence, and so yes, I'll reduce the bill to 300 gold pieces. Hooray! And meanwhile, the dean of schools... Uh Uh-oh. Peers down at the dead body, and for a moment her face glimmers and turns gray. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And that's our show! Guys. <laughs> that is our next live. Thanks for coming. This has been Brandy, Chelsea, Chris. Uh, Chelsea, you wanted to say stuff about the Love Library. Oh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk to me about it after the show. Yes. I'll tell you all about it. So, thank you, everybody. That's been our show. And hopefully, uh, we'll be doing this monthly. So, thanks for coming, everyone. Thank you. Yay. Anything you have to say um, after the whole thing? Honestly, I still can't get over um, Kyle beating it into his sock. Yeah, it's the same sock God. he uses as his uh, arcane focus for spell casting. Oh, God. This is so funny. Ladrina! Ladrina! Uh, the whole riff we did on Cox, you being around Cox. I like it's, being in Cox. Looking for Ladrina, you're going to find her around a, around Cox. That's, that's where you go looking. <laughs> funny. Yeah. 
enjoyed doing the whole Bardic uh, Academy thing and introducing those characters and lots of fun little montages. So each of you could really play up the character because that's the point mm. is to make the characters shine and everything else kind of a backdrop to that. So being able to do kind of the ROTC College of Valor thing and <laughs> you and with the drama kids and yeah. Kyle being a professor or pretending to be. Yeah. Someday I'm going to get Kyle to say her name right. Yep. <laughs> it's just kind of an improv game in itself is one person wants something and one person won't give it no yeah, matter well, what. That's the thing. Yeah. We're, we're never we're never going to get there. Yeah. Um, because the, that then the game would be over and then what? Yeah, but it defeats the purpose, which yeah. is why I came in as the bartender. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> just get out. <laughs> So funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. Good times. Had fun being the other characters. Good times. Yep. Yeah, so um, that's enjoyable. Uh, I think it did pretty well. There were some comment cards at the loft for people to fill out regarding shows, and I'm a little worried about that because you never know. It's like it's like having a YouTube channel and having comment section under it. It's like you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, and so why borrow trouble? That's true. That, if it's obviously an idiot, then you can just ignore it. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah, as we build an audience, I think it'd be fun to do once a month or so. Mm-hmm. I already have another in mind that I might want another player in for, for perhaps next time we do it. Excellent. Brandy has her glasses down at the end of her nose, like she's Mrs. Santa Claus or something. Mrs. Claus. What is Sa- What is Mrs. Claus's first name? <coughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Because it's a fucking patriarchy. Tabitha. Tabitha Claus. Okay, that works. Sanity. No. Okay. I I think her name should be Charity. Charity Claus? Mm. That works. Oh, there's a movie right there. That's now canon. Charity Claus. Uh, yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll have more of those for you all. Um, you have anything else to end on? Nope. Anywhere you want to send people? Nope. Any plugs? I don't fucking care. You don't fucking care? I, she don't fucking care. I don't care. feel good. She doesn't feel good. She's sickly. Sickly and tired. Yeah. And I'm just tired. Yeah. Though I have had a migraine over the past couple of days. Yeah. We'll probably be back with the Chinese New Year's special. Okay. Possibly, unless that's the... That might be the fortnight after, because it's in February this year. Then it'd be the fortnight after. Yeah, year of the pig. So that's coming. Whatever we talk about next time, we'll figure that out. Yup. Anyhow, thanks for listening, subscribing, rate and review if you have not done so. And we'll be back in about two weeks to have more nonsense. Yep. I'm going to go have a coughing fit now. She's going to go cough up a lung, and I'm going to watch and possibly film it and make a found footage horror film out of it. Sweet. Even though that's kind of not in vogue anymore. I've always wanted to be a dead body in a horror film. Or oh. or or a cop procedural or something. I just want to be a dead body. Not literally. Well, I want to play a dead body. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> it seems like achievable goal. Yeah, right. All right, bye. Bye. We are the angels of the dark. Out of the shadows, you see us.
You have been listening to the Dark Corner Podcast with Dr. Brandy Sexy Voice and me, DJ Evil Dave. Special thanks go to Tom Elliott and the Strange and Deadly Show for kindly hosting our podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or just share us with your weird friends. You know the ones. The intro and outro music is Angels of the Dark by Studio X versus Simon Carter. You can find them on the Alpha Matrix record label. The Dark track was offered for free as a promotional song or was submitted directly by the artist or artist's representative and no violation of copyright is intended. You can like our fan page and group on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at DarkCornerCast. Brandy is BrandyWine12, Brandy with an I. If you have feedback, you can contact us at thedarkcornerpod at gmail.com. Now get out there and build levels. We are the angels of the dark.